created live on Fireside. Well, here we are. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, one and all, to the Chris and Amanda show. Monday, 12 p.m. Here we are once again to have another amazing show. Show number nine, episode Ooh, nine, Amanda. Nine. We are nearing double digits. Double digits. I remember like when Owen turned double digits, how like sad that was. <laughs> but this is happy. Well, this is happier. This is like, wow, we're nine weeks doing the show. So we're, we're now over the two-month mark. And with all of our amazing listeners here beside us. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're so appreciative of everybody joining us live here on uh, some of you may be joining us on your lunch hour. Uh, some of you may be joining us. Uh, it could be earlier in mm-hmm. the day for you, depending on where you are. Yep, it could be breakfast for you. So, or it could be even nighttime. I mean, really late night, depending on where you are in the world. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Look at Randall and Angel and John. Oh my gosh, all of our friends! I know everybody's here today. It's really good. So, we have uh, another amazing episode already for everybody today, and uh, yeah, we're super excited. We, I, I was really, I was talking, I was like really excited about the songs that I picked for Amanda this week. And she, she gave me some really good songs, too. So I have, I have a lot of notes on, on her songs, for sure. But I, I put a lot of uh, effort, time and effort. I always put a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. in selecting songs. But the more you and I do this show, the more I try to, like, then pick certain songs that I think are a good entry point to a band or musician or artist that you, you might like. So mm-hmm. now I'm trying to say, like, how far can I push it? Can I get the four record? Can I get a five <laughs> record rating? Like this is the real challenge now. So this is this is how I'm I'm looking at every single week, especially with certain bands that I'm like really into it. I'm like, I think Amanda may may really dig this. I think this is something she may she may absolutely get into. So that's that's and that's where my I don't want to get into, into it too much, much but, maybe but maybe this, this week. week maybe. I feel like, I, feel like I, hear I hear an echo, echo really, really bad. bad. I, I hope, hope others, others don't, don't hear an hear echo. echo. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't hear anything on my end. Um, but uh, if uh, yeah, if you guys are hearing an echo, echo, let us know, and we oh, will. They they are. Does that, that mean you're hearing an echo? Okay, we're hearing an echo. Hmm. All right. So I have my headpiece in now. Normal. How? Like, sorry guys, we're gonna work through this. We're gonna work yeah. through this. I, oh, wait a minute. I don't feel like I hear an echo anymore. Okay. Is the echo gone? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh. We have John's going to come up and, and give us a little a little help here. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing good, friends. How are you guys? Very good. Oh, very, good. very good. Are you hearing uh, the echoes? echoes? No, the, the echo is gone, but that's unfortunate because I thought that was like a great way to segue into uh, 80s movies. You could have done your perfect sloth impression, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys! <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, what You're a good movie. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad the echo is gone, though. Nah, but uh, don't, let me, uh, don't let me take away from the stage. By all means, you guys keep going. I'll, I'll chime in a little bit later. Please don't let me uh, interrupt you. So grateful, John. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, John, for 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 chiming in. Yeah, sorry, sorry for any. Yeah, sorry for all the technical little little technical stuff going on there. It's a, you know episode nine. We're still we're still <laughs> learning. We're still growing. <laughs> absolutely, and yeah. we are growing every day. Our Instagram followers are getting more and more. Our Patreons, you know, members are getting more and more. And I have to say, yeah. our Patreons have some power. Yeah, because absolutely. For I've tried to slip in this song twice now. And it's gotten voted down twice. And I'm like, darn it, darn it. So our Patreon members have power for sure. So I'm going to keep slipping it in there. I'm going to wait a couple more weeks. And just maybe, just maybe it's going to slip through. Yeah, well, one of the songs I that finally got through uh, today is what uh, was the was a JD McPherson song that we're gonna that you're gonna that you're gonna talk about but uh, <laughs> that was yeah it took it took I think three weeks of, of putting it on or maybe four weeks maybe three weeks of putting it on the poll in the patreon and it finally finally got through this week so I was like ah <laughs> oh, thank God because I've been dying to, I've been dying to play the song for you because I'm like okay if this if it doesn't make it this week I'm just sending you the song oh, you need to hear it. <laughs> So if you want to have the power to help form our show, please yeah. head over to our Patreon and we're not getting rich off of it. It's just fun to have a little bit of an outside community outside of Fireside here too to give you some special stuff. We do reaction videos to the to the songs that we we discuss afterwards. It's just a lot yeah, of fun. A lot video. of a lot of nonsense. There is a lot of nonsense. And there is actually to a level where you really get you basically commission a show. Uh, yes, yes. I mean essentially you get to pick three songs for each of us so that you own the show basically so that that's another another little added perk of of the patreon membership for sure absolutely and if we have some new listeners let's explain how the show works so basically absolutely. the concept behind it is i pick three songs chris picks three songs because we come from completely different music backgrounds so that is one of the fun things that we think make our show work we rate them on a very complicated five record scoring system one meaning yeah it's it's garbage. It's going to go into a dumpster fire like Chris likes to, to coin and say, which I love it. And then five meaning like, ooh, this is going to be on a playlist for forever. And it's just one of those songs that you could listen to maybe five times in a row because it's just that good of a song. So one through five records. It's super fun. We just like to have a good time on this show and we hope you do too. And and at the end, we always welcome everyone up to the stage that wants to give us a scolding or a cheer <laughs> for our scores. So we hope you can hang around to the last 10 minutes or so of the show so you can jump on stage and, and talk with us. Absolutely. And we, of course, welcome all kinds of reactions, whether you want to cheer us or boo us or whatever, or, uh, <laughs> you know, post in the comments below. We we will absolutely be be scanning those. And, yeah, we, we absolutely invite it because it does. It makes it, it makes it a lot of fun for us up here as, as we're absolutely. doing the show. So absolutely. Uh, with all of that out of the way. All that great stuff. Oh, I see Amanda has her, has her. Um, oh, you have almost, so I, I know you guys can't see the video feed of this, but if, once again, for Patreon numbers, you can, uh, you will be able to see it. But yes. Amanda's got how she separates the songs on three pieces of colored paper, which kind of <laughs> match her colored earrings <laughs> in a oh, weird way. Okay. I, All right. <laughs> Let me talk about my earrings for a hot minute. Anyone, actually, we're probably going to do a live after this on Instagram, more than likely. Um, so head over there after the show if you want to see what these earrings look like. Yeah. But funny story behind them. I wore them during a board meeting 
one time and somebody texted me who was like, Hey, I really like your earrings. They look like cotton candy. And we were laughing because it was a zoom and, and our, the leader of the board could see that we were laughing. And she was like, are you and Drew laughing together? Are you making jokes? And I was like, yeah. So I texted her. I texted the wrong number. I was like, yeah, Drew's making fun of my earrings. He says they look like cotton candy. And the person replies, I think you have the wrong number, but those earrings sound really sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So it was an amazing reaction to a person that I didn't know. So I felt if you're listening to this, they're the same earrings and thank you for being kind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like, I do like how your, your colored pieces of paper sort of share. Yeah. They match. (laughs) You've thought of everything, Amanda. I've thought of everything. So can I dive into which songs you chose for me? Is that absolutely let's, let's do it. Let's kick this off. All right. So the first song Chris chose for me is destination. Is it Ursa? Am I saying that right? Yep. Destination, destination Ursa major by super drag, which I kept trying to type super dog <laughs> thousand times. I was like, I dig that. The number two songs is friends of P by the rentals. And then the last and final song is let the good times roll by JD McPherson, which is exactly what you had referenced earlier that that was trying to sneak it into it for like the last four weeks. So yeah. those are the songs that Chris chose for me. Chris, what songs did I choose for you this week? So the songs that you have chosen for me this week, and always it's it's an eclectic uh, mix of of songs, <laughs> so I can always sort of tell where Amanda's listening to 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 music, where she's at musically for the week. So the first song is by the Chicks, who were formerly the Dixie mm-hmm. Chicks. They've dropped the Dixie, and now yeah. it's just the Chicks. Wide open spaces. Christina Perry with Bang Bang Bang. When I first saw the Bang Bang Bang, I was like, Oh wow, this is a Danger Danger song, which. You have no idea who Danger Danger is, but they were like another 80s pop. And I'm like, oh, no way. It's Christina Perry. It's not, it's not, it's not Danger Danger doing bang, bang. It's Christina Perry doing bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. There's the three bangs. Yeah. It's a triple, it's a triple threat. Triple bang. <laughs> and the last song is Johnny Cash's I Hung My Head. Which Ooh, uh, well, I, I like the I, way you said. I yeah. hung my head. I hung my head, and <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not, I don't want to start going to my reactions now. That that's the last songs of of on my list. So, uh, but uh, I I'm excited to talk about all these because I have notes, and I'm, I see you have notes. Absolutely. So here we go. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. If that's all right, okay. you go first. All right. So the very first one again is Destination Ursa Major, which I feel like that song title is so bizarre so you'll have to explain (laughs) that at some point um it has so few lyrics i always google the lyrics because i like to see what's happening i know know i make up lyrics so i want to know what the real lyrics are and it has so few lyrics and every time i see that i always wonder why don't we have hits if that's all it takes are those few of the lyrics, Chris. Are you saying you and I? <laughs> you and I, anyone in our audience? Like if it what had 20 words in it? It's it is it is a short song. There's a lot of repeating, but it's, it's a lot well, of repeat. I'm not gonna I don't want to influence your your judgment here because <laughs> I'm gonna start campaigning. <laughs> <laughs> but I just find it fascinating because I always feel like Man, so much goes into music. So when something can be like a very enjoyable song with so mm-hmm. few lyrics, I just really go, wow, I wish more people would realize that it doesn't take a whole lot of words to break into the music industry, apparently. 
And I'm being like, very like, I'm making it sound like it's so easy. And it's not like, I get it. Amanda's um, working on that hit song. I know that I will be a one hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day. I don't expect a whole lot, but I could certainly have a one hit. Uh, you could. Anybody can have one hit. Uh, right? I mean, I'm not asking for too much. So y'all heard it here first, friends. <laughs> Amanda Sharp's debut single coming out sometime Sometime. <laughs> 20, 20 words or less. Yes. <laughs> It'll be there. <laughs> but I loved, so with so few lyrics, there's a pretty substantial music break in between it. And I really enjoyed the music, though, a lot. Mm-hmm. And so there's drums. Is it like a keyboard? Like what's, what, what instruments are in this song? Guitar, two guitar, bass, Is drums. It- there may be there there may be keyboard on the I'm sure there's keyboard in there what, somewhere. What does that sound? I, I don't I like know which that. sound you're talking about, but I'll I'll play the sound for you. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> like, what is this, Chris? <laughs> I think I think I, I think I know the sound. Now I think I know the sound you're talking about. It's not necessarily in the musical break. It's in like the more of the yeah. like beginning of the song. Yeah, yeah. That's guitar. That's guitar. Okay, yeah. I guess I just don't really understand like, all the different types of guitars right. out there in the sound. Yeah. Well, it's, do. it's just, pl- it's just the way they're playing it. It's like, uh, yeah, for, you know, any guitar players out there, you'll probably know, but it's, but it's like a bend. Like when you're playing guitar and you get that, like you're bending the string and you're sort of oh, like, you're so it's a little bit of like, the, like a slide and a bend type of thing that they're doing okay. at the same time. And it's like, they're doubling up on it and they've probably doubled up even more in the studio too, to give it, to beef it up a little bit more, but it I is. It, it is. A, it's a great sound because it's, it, a really it's such a hook. <laughs> it is. It really is. I mean, I grew up a, like with a keyboard like this big that had buttons yeah. that you could like do it little. And it's very possible so. that like in the studio, they may have backed it up with a little like keyboard as well, just to give it a little bit more Ooh. sound. They do that a lot in the studio. So I just want to hit a button. I just like want to hit a button. Just hit a button. <laughs> so. Those are those are my notes on this particular mm-hmm. song. Not many because there wasn't much to digest. <laughs> but overall, I really liked the song. I really liked it. The, okay. the lyrics weren't offensive, which you know is an, an important thing for me. <laughs> I'm like, hand me your skull last week. All the skulls of little girls. It's a love song. It's a love song. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. It is. <laughs> I so, want your skulls. <laughs> Marcus and I just watched the Unsolved Mysteries episode that almost kind of had like reference to that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's still haunting me. <laughs> it's happening. Later. It's, it's actually happening. happening. This, he was the one who probably wrote the love song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I digress. So with all of that being said, I gave this song four records. Ah, all right. Four so records for this one. This is what I thought would happen. And I'm very, I'm very pleased that it did happen that way. Yeah, this I love Super Super Drag is a band that uh, I talk about this all the time with with friends of mine who are also Super Drag fans because they were a band that really got lost in the '90s, like the mid '90s, like explosion of I mm. hate the grunge alternative. I hate that term, but like <laughs> they just got lost in that, and they got signed. Uh, they they got their their big breakout song was called. Uh, sucked out, which was originally what I was going to give you sucked because I, I thought you would. I'm like, I because this is a huge song. Like, Rachel sings this song all the time. Like, this okay. is like a song that she'll, if she finds it on karaoke, she'll do it. Um, <gasps> I like it. But the, uh, but we're, you know, I, 
so this this was a little bit of, I will I will admit this was a little bit of a joint decision to give you this song over okay. sucked out because we felt that I like this. this song would be a little bit more up your alley because of the different elements in this song of um and now even though there there's no hand clapping in it at least I don't think so it's got hand clapping parts plus it ha- because it has that backbeat that da, 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 da. Yep. And that's like very like Beatles ask. And it also makes me think of the wonders from, uh, you know, that thing you do. If anybody knows that movie, that thing, because I I love all those songs. And, and so that, that backbeat part in this. And so they are like super Dragon was like this, just awesome American, like power pop band who wrote these great songs and they continued on writing so many great records and they just got completely lost in the, the shuffle bands Mm. and things like that, which is really unfortunate because there are so many like super drag th- songs. I, I think I'm going to make you a super drag playlist okay. because I think there's a ton of songs that like even go further in a catalog. I think you'll really enjoy. So I, I feel like I could. Yeah. I, I, I like think you could too. Middle ground for me. Yeah. They, they are just a great band. So I, I definitely implore anybody, if you don't know who super drag is to definitely go check them out. You can always go to the Chris and Amanda playlist on Spotify, which you can access. Uh, actually, if you go to the, the, the link in the fortune cookie or go to the Chris and Amanda show.com. You can click it. It's very accessible there. You can actually listen to it right there, or you can go on Spotify and all the songs we talk about each and every week are there. We update it weekly. So this song is on there. And if you want to listen to more super drag, I, I definitely say go down to super drag rabbit hole, because I think that you'll really enjoy it, especially if you're fans of things like power pop kind of music, like cheap trick, or, you know, even the Beatles are in there and the kinks, <laughs> things like that. Like, I think you'll really, you'll dig them. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So yeah, not not bad. Not bad. I'm happy. This makes me happy. We could we could we could end the show right now. I'm done. Oh, but let's not. (laughs) Oh, but but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, with that, uh, so your song for me, your very first song for me of the day is the chicks wide open spaces. So um, I I knew from the name. I'm like oh. Yeah, I knew I know who the Dixie Chicks are. Actually, like I think Natalie Maine's got a great voice and mm-hmm. and uh you know, being a Howard Stern fan, she used to always come on the Howard Stern show and like hang out and and she's even done some some songs on there. And so she's very I, unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. And I like her. Like she's like if there was a like I put her and people like Johnny Cash and some other like in the category of like they're punk rock country sure. <laughs> without being like just because she's just so outspoken and I appreciate that. So um, you know, like it or hate it. It just, I like that, you know, she is, she's unfiltered. So I was like, all right, um, I want to check this out. Like I'm going to be extremely open-minded as I've been with country. I will definitely yep. say as we go on every single week, Amanda, you keep, uh, broadening my horizons and slowly, but surely I'm finding myself really starting to like some of these songs. Um, so with this song in particular, so just some things I found out. Of course, I went to songfacts.com, as I always do, and, to, to see who's on and who's not. So this was on there. So this song was released in 1998. It charted number 41 on the U.S. Top 100 charts, but spent four weeks number one on the country charts, the U.S. country charts. So a big, big achievement there. It's hard to get a number one song and then to stay there week after week Absolutely. Is, is, is pretty, pretty good. So. Song was originally written. So this I thought was cool. So once again, I'd, I say I feel like I say this every week, but like hearing the stories behind how certain songs came about is so cool for me. I just I, I love that. So there is a story behind this song. So according to Song Facts, it goes, the song was written by Susan Gibson, who was the lead singer of a Texas based band called 
the Groobies. She wrote the tune back in 1993 in, in a spirit of rebellion during her first return home from the University mm. of Montana for Christmas break. She says, my mom probably said something like, what time did you get home last night, honey? Whatever. It rubbed me the wrong way, Gibson told, <laughs> uh, the, uh, told the Montana. I sat down at the kitchen table and wrote furiously for 12 minutes, and then I went and did something else, and I forgot all about it. So, <laughs> she, she, so she had written a song for the Groobies. Lloyd Maines, a father of the Dixie Chicks, Natalie Maines' father, she worked, he worked with the Groobies and brought the song to the Dixie Chicks. So the, the Groobies recorded their version in 1999, and, um, and they had done uh, their version in, I guess, 99 as well. So they both sort of did their own version of it. Uh, the, the, uh, the song was named Country Music Association's, so I guess, the CMA's Video of the Year in 1999 as well. So here's my take on the song. So a lot of accomplishments, hit song, like the story behind it. I am a fan of Natalie Maines. I like Natalie Maines' voice, even though it's very, you know, twang. But the twang in the voice is not a thing that turns me off. I just mm-hmm. sometimes find some country stuff to be like, sure. it just isn't for me. This song in particular, I felt like the minute I heard it a few times, I felt like this was like a song that I would see in a movie that was starring Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> and you know, and, I, and it's probably set and it's probably a country inspired type of film. But for some reason, I just see this song being in that movie whatever that movie is i also was like a big i don't know if you watch it on netflix it was a, a show called the ranch it was on yes i yes. loved it because i'm a huge it. sam elliott fan so i'm like oh, oh sam elliott's in it. i don't care who else is in it i'm watching it he's my other crush <laughs> <laughs> roadhouse baby <laughs> uh so i i also felt like and it may have been i don't know but i was like i think this song could have been in that show because they did feature a ton of like country songs and mm-hmm. that in those uh, in those shows, like so, I was like, "Wow, this feels like it would be in a movie or a show." I like the lyrics a lot. I thought the lyrics are cool. I like Natalie Maines. There was just something for me that wasn't though. Like I was, I there was all with all these things that I liked about it, and I listened to the song probably about fifteen times. There was still something that was like not like grabbing me. And I, I can't put my finger on it. I, I just can't because I, I felt like it checked a lot of boxes for me, but there was just something that I couldn't like send me over the top with it. So with that in mind, I'm going to give it three records because I don't think it's a bad song at all. Like, I think it's a cool tune. I just couldn't get it to like, I don't know. It wasn't sticking with me. So for whatever you, reason. And that's, I, I think that might be, and I don't want to stereotype, but I think that could be because you're a guy. Uh, it's, and it could be. I feel like, can you envision your daughters like driving down the road, like as they were leaving, like just like, like just f- enjoying the freedom? You know, I feel like probably I related to this so much when it came out. I'm like, yes, like it's all about living life, you know. And so I, I really, I really enjoyed that. Well, um, especially the uh, the backstory there, which is like you know where it was written, how it was written. So cool. So I, and I, I, I agree with down. you. Because I do like the lyrics. I like that, like, yeah, I'm out there. I'm on my own. Just mm-hmm. There was just something. But, I mean, you may be right. It could be like that. It's just, you know, from that other point of view that I, I just don't have. Absolutely. But uh, it's okay. Three records is okay. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's not a bad song. I'm not trashing it at all. I actually – and it may, it, may actually, it may actually be one of those songs. As we go back, it could move up. 
potentially. This is true. This is true. So I, I will, I will I tell like you that. this. I would, I will add it to a playlist. It'll live in a like playlist, that. and we will see what happens. That's It'll that. live on in a playlist. For if me. if Chris adds it to a playlist, I feel like it was a well chosen song, regardless now, I, of the scoring. I feel like at this point, not only do I have the Sunday morning playlist going on, but I think I'm starting to develop <laughs> like basically a country songs that I kind of like playlist. <laughs> That's good. That's a good so. place to start. I enjoy that. <laughs> okay. So for your second song, it's Friends of P by oh, yes. The Rentals. <laughs> so I love like, and I wrote it down as like, ooh, ooh, oohs, but you know what I'm Woo-hoo. talking about. Yeah. I, I was like, you are gonna... I, I, I really, I, I really like that part a lot. I want to know, like, it's super catchy. If you're friends of P, you're friends with me. I like if, that. If you're down with P, then you're down with <laughs> Yeah. It's, I'm like, that's really, really catchy. More lyrics in the last song. But I have to know, who is P? So P is, so it's actually, so P is just sort of like uh it's like a, it's, it could be anybody, you know, it's just sort of like, well, if you're friends with this person and you're fr- it's sort of like that go-to person in your, in your world type of thing. So if you're down with him, then you're down with me. If you're friends with P, you you know, and then he's just like, cause he's talking, kind of talking about like, you know, I could be the guy for you. Like he's, you know, he's trying to sell himself a little bit and he's like, Hey, but I, I'm, I'm friends with P like, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm friends with hey. this person and. You know, friends therefore, with Amanda and Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we could be P in that song. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. So I had to figure yeah. out who who P was, but now I think that explains it. It was a little slower. Yes, that's the for point. Like it's... one of your song choices, I find it. I found that a little interesting, but I really enjoyed it. Ah, and I surprised so... you. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I have to say, this is the song, not to have a spoiler alert, but this is the one that I like the least of the three songs. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a shocker to is me. Is that a shocker? Is that a it shocker? It is a shocker. It is a shocker for me because I felt like this song had all Amanda elements in it. I don't know what it, it was. So as I listened to it, I did enjoy it more. So I do think it's going to be one of those songs that go up in rating as okay. we've discussed. So I wouldn't skip it. I wouldn't skip it. Where some of your past songs, I would skip. Like Skulls? Like Skulls. <laughs> that may grow so, on you. <laughs> I just can't get past the lyrics. <laughs> so I wouldn't skip it. So I liked it. So at the end of the day, I'm going to have to say, it's kind of like with the Dixie Chicks. I'm going to have to give it three records. Wow. I mean, okay. I, I don't love it enough. But maybe it's because you gave me two other songs that maybe I enjoyed more. So if mm. I had to rate all of them, it just, the, the okay. lineup just made this one be a free record. Could that so, be fair? It's very fair. So I actually may have, so I put so much thought into this week's list. I may have actually sabotaged myself by giving you True. three yes. good songs. <laughs> <laughs> really good songs. I have to say like all of them I did enjoy. So I feel like this one was the one that I liked the least. Um, okay. But that's okay. So that's still, okay. I still would listen to it though. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't skip it. I wouldn't turn it off. I don't get any upset feelings from it. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest takeaway was who's P, and then I was like, oh, we could have had a song about us. <laughs> we could have. So, and why the rentals? So the rentals is just. It's just like so. This band was a. It was a project for for Matt Sharp, um, who sings 
and he writes the music. And he uh, he was the bass player in Weezer on the first two Weezer records. Okay. Uh, and then him and Whit Rivers basically had like total creative differences, and Matt Sharp went off. And okay. the the, uh, the rentals were sort of a side thing, and then it became like a full time thing when he left uh, Weezer. And so this was like really big when it dropped because it was like, oh my god, Matt Sharp from Weezer, like, and uh, and actually so. We, we did that dog uh, song that never say never. So there's like crossover between that dog and Matt Sh- and the rentals. Like they interchanged members on okay. his band, the rentals. And Maya Rudolph was actually a member of the rentals for a while. She sang and played and you know who Maya Rudolph is, right? I don't oh, really. You ever <laughs> wa- oh. <laughs> She's an, she was on Saturday night live. She's a actor comedian. She's great. Uh, I don't know her. I'll have to wow. Google. I'm I'll gonna have, have to you're Google. gonna she's ama- she is amazing. I love her. She's so fantastic. But so she was a member of this band for a little bit. So the rentals are just one of these bands. My my wife, me and Rachel have seen the rentals a bunch of times. We actually have a okay. picture together with Matt Sharp. Uh we Fun. he was like we went back and he was selling shirts and we were like we we asked him for a picture and he stopped a quick picture with us, which was that was That's a highlight. Fun. So that was that was so cool. Yeah, so I love the rentals, they're like one of my favorite bands. Uh, this song is like it comes on and it's just like an instant happy song for me. Oh, it's 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 a happy it is a happy song. It's not I, I can't I can't complain. I feel like yeah. I'm I'm rating it a little low, but I just can't bump it up to where the first song was. I have a feeling this song, I'm gonna make a prediction now, on June twenty first, two thousand twenty one. What year is it? What year? <laughs> uh, that Amanda Sharp, by the end of the year, Amanda Sharp will have moved the rating of this song. I like Because that. she's I, going to, it's going to come on and that, and that whole beat and that steadiness that and it's got, it checks all the boxes. I, th- I do think you sabotaged yourself this week. I, I really do. do. I think I set myself up for failure. I, I do. So too many good songs for you to handle. Is what I know. Happened. I know. That's what happened. You couldn't handle it. You were overload. No, I, and honestly, the playlist <laughs> this week from my from my songs to your songs, like I really could listen it through like completely, like without going, oh, I hated this one. I'm not. You know what? To skip it. That's a great point. I did that myself because um, when I do it, I, I do. I listen to all the songs back yep. to back. And it was a really good flow, even though there's such a difference in genres. Mm-hmm. But it had a good flow good. to it. It yeah. felt really good. So highly urge anybody out there to to go check out the Chris and Amanda Spotify playlist Absolutely. because yeah, these these first these these songs we're talking about are the first six songs in in the playlist. If you listen to it in order, not shuffle, it, it does it does flow. It's got a pretty good. It, yeah, I was really proud of it. I was yeah. really really proud. So that's pretty for, good for three records. Not bad. Not okay. bad. All right. Not Even bad. though you might be all a little right. disappointed. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm not. Well, you know, I, I you like it. I like it. I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to work on this. This is one that's going to come back around. So I like it. I yeah. like it. So how's everybody in the audience doing? Hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, we have each of us have a couple of few songs left to discuss, but I uh, just want to check in with everybody in the audience. Make sure you guys are doing well. If you guys are liking awake? what you're hearing, is everybody awake? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little clap if you are. <laughs> They're all sleeping. <laughs> no, no, nobody seems to be this upset over our over our ratings or anything just yet. So just yet is right. Yeah. Thank hey, you, there you Ken. Go. Thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> so right. I'm curious to see what you think of my next song choice for you, the triple okay. bang. All right. So I have um, a bunch of notes on this one. Ooh. And. Christina Perry is actually a um, a singer that I've heard in this house plenty because okay. my my younger daughter was a huge fan of the uh, 
the Jar of Hearts song. I think yes. that's what it is, right? Yeah. So, and I actually think that she's got a vinyl version of that too somewhere okay. here. When she was like, so "Oh, good. I want to buy a record," and so, so that good. was so. This so Christina Perry is a known musical artist in our home. So Impressive. didn't know this song though. So this is the first time I ever heard this song was you giving it to because really Jar of Hearts is really the only thing I've ever heard. It's um so I uh did digging and so found out and there was a certain thing about this song. I'm like, oh. this doesn't sound like Jar of Hearts. This sounds like a completely different mm-hmm. version of Chris the Christina Perry that like I'd heard. Like mm-hmm. I was very much like, wow, this is a little like um, very torchy sounding, almost like Nancy Sinatra esque. Uh, very like sixties garage, like power pop, but a little bit more produced. I was like, I gotta, I gotta find out because the song is just different. So, mm-hmm. found out that she worked with a famous studio producer, uh, Joe Cic- uh, Ciccarelli, who uh, worked with the White Stripes, Tori Amos, The Shins. Uh, I mean, his resume is ridiculous if you if you Google him. I mean, he's worked on so many amazing like bands and so i was like all right not that you know i mean listen this is what happens like artists write a song and then producers come in and help Mm -hmm. them really bring that vision out and so it just made sense to me that she wrote this song and that it sounded the way it did because it also for me had a little bit of like a motown wall of sound like influence so it had that going on i like uh i really dig the the farfisa and moog or moog whatever is it is there farfisa or moog i couldn't remember can't think of it but it's like a piano breakdown in the in the mm-hmm. middle of the song I'm like whoa i dig this I, okay this is like i'm really digging this tune um i will say this amanda i had an image of you shopping in target like and this <laughs> comes on and like i see you like kind of like with the car and, oh like, it's you're it's like so true t- totally doing the amanda the amanda Five, dance four, and, three, yeah. Two, one. Bang, bang, bang. yeah exactly exactly that yes (laughs) there's no hiding it when that cut part comes on (laughs) no no i totally see that happening and uh and this is is, i'm like this is a total amanda song but (laughs) i really like this because i feel like feel like you thought about the song because you're starting to learn some of the things i'm Mm -hmm. into and so you're like oh this is sounds like uh, a little like retro um some good instrumentation mm-hmm. chris likes a lot of female singers like i feel like you're kind of figuring things out a little bit so i will say that i really enjoyed this song and i like that it was at least i mean i haven't heard all the christina perry catalog so i'm throwing this up against jar of hearts which is a nice song it's a nice piano mm-hmm. different song it's it's nice but this I like because I, I love that like retro garagey type sound, the, the whole Nancy Sinatra. I love the torchy singers. So I like this. This is four records for me. Nice. This nice. is four records. Even the, the bang, bang, bang is like a really rich. Like that's just everything about the song was mm-hmm. like everything that I, I kind of like about like rock and roll. I love countdowns too. So like any any song that has yeah. that countdown, like five, four, three, two, one. So I got to ask you like, I do the hand thing, like when it's yeah. doing it. Like, how do you count down five, four, three, two, one on your hand? Because I think I do it all goofy. Like, I don't do it good. Like, I could never be in the music video going five, four, three, two, one. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like more of a. I think away. I'm like more of a pointer. I'm like five, four, three. Ooh, you know, I'm okay, like more of a okay. pointer. Like, I do a lot of that. It's like that hardcore thing. So it's like you're always pointing. Oh, okay. <laughs> in that song, it would be appropriate to do the pointing. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to the an actual right. like, countdown with your fingers, five, four, I like that. Three, Much yeah, cooler. I, it's like yeah, I think it's uh, 
definitely I'm definitely more of a pointer when it comes out. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll hands. both we'll do a reel to this and I'll do my awkward countdown with my hands and you could do this and yeah, it'll I'll do be the point. so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're a perfect combination. <laughs> it is. But I, I, I do, I like this song. I was really surprised. I didn't know that she you know, I didn't really heard anything past jar, you know, jar mm-hmm. hearts or anything like that. So um, yeah, I mean, I and I don't know if the rest of this record sounds like this or if this is just sort of like a standout track Super she wanted wide to do something blend. like this. So it's very interesting. Yeah. So I think this is good. This is good. I was hoping you would like it, and I'm glad you do because it's it's much edgier than some of the stuff that I listen to. Yes, it is. It definitely has much more of, a, of that rock and roll feel to it. And For sure. I, I would love to hear the demo version of this song, actually. I always like, I always Ooh. like, I wonder what that sounds like. I wonder if it's even a little bit more like almost like raw. punky kind of a thing, mm-hmm. like real, like raw, like super garage rock kind of sounding before like they really started adding in the layers of, of different music. I just, oh, I love it. I love it. Now, I, like, how can you listen to demos? Can you Google that? Well, sometimes it's sometimes, sometimes they're released, sometimes they're not. I mean, it depends. You know, it's like artists Ooh. don't usually want demos released because it's, you know, it's like a work in project. <laughs> it's it's work That's in true. progress. That's like true. they don't want everybody always want everybody to hear like <laughs> where it started. It's like it can sound a little rough. So um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So your number three song is Let the Good Times Roll by J.D. Mc. Yes, not the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I was like, I feel like I should know this name. And I was like, I don't. And as soon as I started listening, I was like, no, I don't know this. Okay, name. so I wasn't sure if you knew who he was because I, f- I don't know. It's hard because I'm like, he doesn't show up on a lot of country stations, but then he does. Like, so it's, and he's not country. I don't know. I, I don't want, you keep going. I don't want to. You know, I don't like Google a whole lot. You're the songfacts.com yeah. guy. I'm the how it makes me feeling person. And so I was really, is he in, like, when did he make this song? So this record, this was the second record he did. Um, so this is probably 2000 something, 2016. Which blows my mind. It's 2000 and something. Because it's probably it like 20. 15, 2016, somewhere around That's there. Amazing to me because it doesn't sound like it would be in that year. Yeah. At all. Right. But I, I was like, okay. And I, it, it wasn't on the playlist at first, like with the Chris and Amanda show. And that's usually how I listen to the songs because I just find it a lot easier. So, but I also try not to watch the YouTube video versions because we react to the videos. And I was telling Chris, that was the first thing that popped up and I was trying to listen to it. And the very first like scene of the video has a baby in it. I'm like <laughs> extra point for the baby, extra point for the baby. Like it was the first thing. Like I was so excited to see a baby in a music video. I just thought it was so cute. So like that instantly got an, a record just because of the baby. Right. So that's one. <laughs> that's one. That That's one record at least. So I love the beat. Love, 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 love the beat. Like it was like, I'm a shimmy in, like in the house. Like I'm actually right. doing like, what is like the um oh, what's his head Charlie Brown the Linus like yeah. that was me like <laughs> right the, the side to side with the shoulders <laughs> yeah doing like some foot action through the house because I just loved it so much and it sounds like you're gonna laugh at me but when I first heard this song I was like was this in Ghostbusters the second one when the um the Statue oh yeah of I know what you're saying. yeah 
is, is walking because they needed to like give it music to like pump it up. I felt like this was a song and I actually Googled to see if that was the song because I still didn't know like how right. recent this song was. And it wasn't. It wasn't. But it kind of sounded like that. So which made me go, Ghostbusters, bonus point for that. <laughs> <laughs> so point for the baby, point for Ghostbusters, even and though it had nothing to do with the song. <laughs> I just want to say right now, you're now getting the deep dive inner workings of Amanda's thought process. <laughs> So everybody, please, especially, <laughs> if there's a, especially if there's any doctors in the house, you must be fascinated <laughs> by this. <laughs> like extra point for nostalgia, even though it was a new song, like I can't believe it. And so I have to say, I am so ha- grateful for this show because I know without a fact, I probably would have never stumbled across or heard this song without you recommending it to mm-hmm. me to listen to. And so with that being said, I loved it so much. So so much that I'm giving it five records. Whoa, five, five records! Boom! Records. It was Boom. so good. I listened to it by far the most, even more than my song choices. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love it so much. I wish there was. It probably, if I had a playlist of all the songs in my head, it would probably be in the top ten. Nice. Wow. Like, and that's like all of my life's worth of songs. Yeah. See, now you know why I was campaigning so hard to get this in to the show rotation yes. and I couldn't get it out of the Patreon <laughs> voting. <laughs> no. and, I, almost, I almost missed out on this five record gem. I know you almost missed out. I figured at some point it was going to have to get out of Patreon jail. <laughs> Patreon jail. <laughs> I love that. Um, and, oh. and break free. So it, it, here it is. Yes. I'm so glad you finally got to hear it. JD McPherson is amazing. Like we have seen JD, probably about four or five times in concert. And if you think this song, I mean, this is what his whole sound is like, this retro rock and roll, like Sun Records, like 1950s, 60s sound, um, old school rock and roll. It's just amazing. So, so much fun to watch, so much fun to listen to. I mean, if you're a fan of that music, it's, it's it's just great. And he does it awesome. And even, and, but somehow still makes it a little bit more modern esque. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not into like just rock music and like if you're just not into that, something this may not be for you. But I think for the most part, people are just so into it. And it's so like Americana, like mm-hmm. sound and vintage guitar, vintage equipment. And, and, uh, I don't know. I just can't say enough. And this, our, our friends, mine and Rachel's friends got us into it. They were the first ones to start. They they introduce us to him. We're like, oh my god, we we're over their house and they're playing records. I'm like, what is this? They're like, it's JD McPherson. I'm like, I've never heard this before. This is great. And Rachel and I went like head over heels. We like bought like all the records. There's there's three full length LPs. Yeah, there's three <laughs> full length LPs out now. He's working on a new one, which you know, COVID kind of put a damper on. Sure. And there is a Christmas record, Amanda, that they <gasps> put out called Socks, which is. Yeah. I almost choked myself with my string here. I was I know. so excited. I know because Amanda sent me a screenshot of the, <laughs> the last four things she's been listening to. And and <laughs> one of them is a Christmas playlist. And I go, in June? <laughs> Already? I just, I really needed a pick-me-up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and my pick-me-up was the um, Merry Christmas Darling by the Carpenters channel. <laughs> Merry Christmas, darling. We're apart. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that was my pick me up after grocery shopping. Yeah. 
Oh, I can just therapist. picture you. I can picture you in the, going grocery shopping and getting in the car and like totally like cranking <laughs> out "Merry Christmas, Darling" by the Carpenters and like like singing it loud and then like you pull up next to somebody and the windows are down and they're looking you at doing? you like, hey, "How you doing? <laughs> Merry Christmas, darling!" <laughs> just belting it out. <laughs> no, you know this is why usually Marcus doesn't drive anywhere with me. <laughs> And people are like, are, are you okay, honey? Do you, do, you need, do you need someone to talk to right now? And, well, it was a little cooler yesterday. <laughs> I just, I was feeling in the spirit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm excited that yes. he has a Christmas album. Yes, I will send you the Christmas I'm, album. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. I just, I was thrilled to have discovered yeah. him. So I can't wait to plug him in as a Pandora station for yeah. me. Usually if you're hanging out with me in the bar, this, this is, I usually will put at least two uh, or three different JD songs on the jukebox. So well played, yes. well played. It, so, it, it slips in five well. Stars. Five, All right. stars five stars. Five stars. Boom. Boom. Love it. Boom. Yes. Boom. Boom. Oh, felt so, good to get that one out. Cool. I've been waiting. party party. (laughs) all right so your last song for me is the man in black i hung my head and uh johnny cash i hung my head never heard this song before and actually this hearing this song actually now is getting me to listen to this this is the this was on johnny cash's last studio record that he released um uh, American uh, American Ford Man Comes Around. So this was the American Four. Sorry, American Ford Man Comes Around. This was the, his last studio record, and the record's got a lot of covers on it, some originals. Um, this is, of course, ha- this record has, of course, the very famous version of him doing "Hurt" by Nine Inch Nails, which you know everybody's known, and it's <laughs> yes, they, it's been used in uh, tons of movies and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so this song, I hung my head. I thought was an original. I didn't know until I looked, and then I found out that this song was actually written by Sting in 1996. Really? Did you know that? I did not know that. I was shocked, and I was like, wow, this was on Sting's 1996 record, Mercury Falling. Oh, my goodness. Right. And I thought at first, I'm like, I can't be looking at the same song. Same song. It has to, and it 100% is the same song. And Sting was saying that he wrote it because it reflected his childhood fondness for watching tons of like TV westerns, and he was mm-hmm. like, really way into country music and all that. And so this blows is, my mind. And I will tell you this, which you can imagine, the Sting version of this song is like it sounds like it's on a. I mean, it couldn't be any more different from. I'm gonna have to listen to it. The Johnny Cash version. It's so interesting to listen to. Um, that version and then how Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash tweaked a few of the lyrics too. just, you know, Johnny Cash, who's going to tell Johnny Cash, you can't do that. Um, but it's still the same song, like structurally, it still deals with the same thing as, which is actually, I didn't even think of, it's a genre called, it's a murder ballad. So yeah, it's, I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> which, you know, most country, you know, especially the old school country songs Absolutely. are a lot of murder ballads. I mean, it's like, that's, <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, it's a murder ballad. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I it's like, you know, listen, it's like you put Johnny Cash on and it's it's so like 
you know, there's, there's, I think I've said this before. There are certain artists you put on, like certain records or, or certain artists. I'm just going to keep it the artist that you put on, and it's just like, you know, their backstory, you know, where they came from, and what they do is just so, it's so hard to like not have so much respect mm-hmm. for what they've done, how far they've come, how yes. they've created the things they've been through, and how they are able to have it come out. Even in a song that's not his, is still like fascinating to me, and it's just like I think that's the power of Johnny Cash is that he yeah. he like no matter what he does, like his life, his story, everything comes out. You know, I I feel like that too with like you know, there's so many artists like that. Like I think of that like when you listen to Little Richard and like mm-hmm. you hear it, even though it's like you think of Little Richard as like this really like happy like the up, mm-hmm. but like those songs have tons of energy and passion behind it and it's like so much fuels him and so there's so there's a few artists that are just like for me i feel like they're a little untouchable in the sense that like they're gonna do their thing and like when they do it you oh, know yeah. it's gonna be great and i'm not yep. saying they've, they've not had hits and misses like everybody in there they can't constantly put out but what i'm trying to say is a song like this i found it fascinating that he took a song that sting wrote who's already like no you know sting i would never have guessed and great songwriter does not sound anything like the song on Mercury Falling. So the song was all – I also found out the song was featured in The Shield and the Green Hornet film, which I don't remember. The Green Hornet film was so bad I could barely remember it being in there. <laughs> uh, I also – there was another band who I didn't I didn't get a chance to listen to this version, but uh, Blue Highway released a bluegrass mm-hmm. version of the song in 99. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew who they were, but no. I, I had not heard of them. I did not get a chance to listen to that before this, but – um, I am interested in hearing it just because I, now I'm like, oh, I want to hear the different takes the different on this. Yeah. And, you know, um, and I did find out, and I think this is on YouTube somewhere, is Bruce Springsteen also did a a, a cover of it in 2014 on the uh, Kennedy Honors where, where Sting was an honoree. So Bruce Springsteen did this song for mm. to, uh, in honor of Sting. So I thought that was cool. But I just, getting back to this, this song I thought was, it's such a classic Western song country song and it's so great that like johnny cash re-record in that johnny cash way that only mm-hmm. only he can do he owns that sound that style the man in black like nobody else can own that 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 moniker that like way. he is Mm-mm. he is 100 the man in black so uh and this so hearing this song is making me now go through this record and like listening to all the different versions and 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 some of the other songs um that he recorded on this so I mean, honestly, it's 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 a classic. He's a classic. I wouldn't. I can't so much say that I think the song is like a classic, but it's just like it's Johnny Cash, and it's hard to like say anything else other than like you know you got to respect the guy. And and I, but I love that he was also bold enough to do things like this song and like a song like Nine Inch Nails, and he even did like Red Hot Chili Peppers, and did like Johnny Cash versions. Because going back to what you were saying about lyrics and things like that, and like how. Um, you know, people like can put their own, like they feel that emotion within a mm-hmm. lyric. And, yeah. and obviously the song is very much as classic, like, you know, it's the murder ballad and he accidentally kills somebody and he feels yeah. remorse, but he has to pay the price. And the, mm-hmm. you know, he's waiting to, 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 to be hung on a gallows because yeah. the jury convicted him. And then he's got this vision of meeting the person he shot and, you know, the lone rider. And so it's so like that classic, like Western yeah. ballad type of a thing. And so it really paints a picture I don't get the same picture when I hear the Sting version. No, no. At all. But when I hear the Johnny Cash version, I'm instantly like, whoa, I see that. Like, you see, like, that Western story 
playing out like a like a like a short film. Yeah, you don't need in a your video. head. You don't need a video to go with it. He's no. such a good storyteller. With yes, he is. He's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It is it is and it's a gift. So, um, yeah, five five records. I mean, it's just it's Johnny Cash, right? So it's oh like it's gosh. hard to not give a guy like Johnny Cash like five oh, records. So and, good. Uh, and then you know, and when you hear the other songs on this record, you're like, oh man, you know. And it's a real shame that he, you know, this was his last recorded like full record. Um, before before he passed but you know it's uh you, you're like man i would really wish we would have had like maybe a few more or a couple more i don't know but anyway uh five I, records it's a it's a cool it's definitely a cool song I'm, i am 100 gonna listen to this whole record more now because of it and uh and i'm happy you you chose this song for me this week because I, I dug it i did dig it even though it was a murder ballad listen we both did not it's like skulls <laughs> a murder ballad like skulls <laughs> well and the thing is with johnny cash he's almost talking some of those lyrics yes but it's a yeah. song and it's, it's like poetry kind of yeah like when you... he's saying i hung my head you feel him physically yeah. hanging his head. head yeah yeah it's just so powerful and i just i have to agree i don't necessarily love the song lyrics as much as i love the song just right. because i think what he does is just such a gift it's he's yeah. so good so so yeah. good um fun fact he was in little house of the prairie one of my favorite episodes <laughs> he comes to, i'm not surprised <laughs> he comes to good old walnut grove and pretends to be a preacher <laughs> not a far stretch for him exactly exactly so it's yeah. i'm just so glad that you loved it and both of our songs we did not even mean to have five records each this episode nope. for the last songs that's what i nope. love yeah, no, it was it was a good build up, and and every song was different from the next, and it was mm-hmm. um, a really nice flow. Though. And this is why you know Amanda was saying, and I agree, is that when you listen to these all these songs, how we have them set up on the playlist, they really have a nice flow. Even because I think it's yeah. like it's your first three, and then my three, or something like yeah. that, and and you end on a Jenny Cash, and then it goes into super. It's I don't know. It just is like you don't think it would work, but like but it, it works. Does. It does it work. It Really does, and I can't speak to the dynamics behind a good playlist. Like I think you understand and, and, and can speak to it a little bit because I'm sure there's a science behind it. If you're going to be a DJ, there's a science between behind how you play something. Right. Yeah. But, like every time we pick our songs, there's, we do not talk to each other about the songs. It's strictly like I've chosen mine. You've chosen yours and how true. they line up is how they line up, whether it makes yeah. sense or not. And this week, I just think it was, it just synced in so nicely and our ratings kind of reflect that. Yeah, absolutely. I I think so. I could completely agree. And yeah, I mean it's it's so true. Like a man and I do not collaborate on the song choices at all during no. the week. It's so like, okay, I'm gonna go off in my corner, you go off in your corner, yeah. and then that's it. And and while we collaborate on every other aspect of the show, that is the one thing that we really kind of hold from each other yep. as far as um as far as like I'm not asking her like, oh, should I pick this for you or pick that and vice versa. No. It just, it just is what it is. So however the yeah. cards land is, is, is how they That's are. True. And we're very hush hush about yeah. 
any of our thoughts on it leading up to the show because we have a really bad habit that we can go into a three-hour show without even meaning to go into a three-hour show. So yeah. we have to like really guard yes. our reactions for Mondays at 12 Eastern time. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely have to do that. We have to do that. So um, so we have a few minutes left. Uh, you know, We'd love to invite anybody to come up if you'd want to share your thoughts, feelings, uh, whatever about this episode, about the song choices that we've made. If you have any questions for us, uh, James, I did see you write that about, uh, I do agree using hurt, uh, in Logan was awesome. That is like one of my favorite films. I loved Logan. Such a, such a great movie. So I, I loved, it was so perfect using it in that film. So I agree with you hundred percent. Look at James and his knowledge dropping. Well, Anyone who wants to come up to stage, just just raise your hand and we'll bring you up. But John, if you're still there and by your phone, what are your thoughts since you're still on stage with us? We'd love for you to unmute and, and join the conversation. If you're able. If if you're able. He's been on the stage for for a while. I like it. I like it. Oh no, no. If you really want me to to, to bring out my full nine yards on this, like don't get me wrong, I absolutely I adore and, and excuse for the noise, I'm actually uh, driving as I'm joining in this conversation. Uh, don't text and drive, kids. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I, uh, I, I, I have a deep love and fascination with uh, Johnny Cash's interpretation of Hurt. But it also, like me being the industrial nut that I am, and I am die hard. I am an industrial kid. Like, that was, mm-hmm. that was my era. It drives me nuts when people say, like, did you hear that Johnny Cash song, Hurt? Man, did you hear it? No, I didn't. I heard the cover that he did. I didn't hear a song that he wrote. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. You know, that happens a lot, John. You know, oftentimes it's like an artist like Johnny Cash. Like, hey, it's great. He takes a song. He does an amazing (laughs) interpretation of a cover version. And... And especially to an audience that may or may not know who Nine Inch Nails is, and it bugs you as a fan of Nine Inch Nails or any you know any band like that, and you're like, oh man, like people only knew where the real song came from, you know. And so you, you do you get, you definitely get defensive. Oh, that's the thing. Like it does it doesn't it doesn't bug me that people have uh, attached to the song. It bugs me that they don't know right. the roots yeah. of it because they call it a Johnny Cash song, and that just makes me cringe a little bit. And Yes, I'm the first to admit that he did it way better. Let's be real. Like, <laughs> his his interpretation of that song was, uh, it, it, even Trent Reznor himself uh, openly stated, like, I don't think I could have done it better. That was pretty amazing. Um, so that that being said, uh, no, I don't want to take up uh, any much more of your stage time, but Chris and Amanda always love talking with you guys. And actually, while I have you both here, and I'll I'll make this super quick, but um, we're going to be diving into a music series here pretty soon ourselves and um, uh, doing a series on extended concept albums and, um, and uh, stories surrounding them. And if by any chance either one of you would like to uh, hop online with us, we would love to have you. So, Oh, yeah, I would love absolutely. that. Absolutely. That would be great. We're there. We're there. Thanks for the yeah. invite. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> Of course, Amanda, thank you so much. I, I, I really get a hoot out of what you guys are, are doing. It, <laughs> it, it it makes my Mondays. It really does. So thank you so much for that. Please keep it up, and I will definitely uh, come in to bombard and harass you guys from time to time. And uh, hope hopefully you guys will do the same. 
We love it. So appreciated, John. Thank you for having us in your car during your drive. Thank thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Thanks, John. Cheers. Well, awesome. Well, thank so you. Fun. That is so, so fun. fun. That's great. Yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I would love that. So we always welcome anybody who wants to, you know, come up and, and either agree with us or harass us or, you know, make comments. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. It's all fun. It's, it's what the show is all about is, is having fun and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, laughing, a lot of laughing, a <laughs> lot of laughing, a lot of, a lot of laughing, a lot of nonsense, but all from a place of good intent. <laughs> One hundred percent, absolutely. So, if anybody else doesn't have anything else they'd like to say, we'll give the last call. Oh, last call. Last call. Probably in a bar. Leanne Woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, reference episode eight. Oh, oh, oh J- John, oh, John, John, John's coming thing. back. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, I remember when you guys were uh, were were toying around with that whole concept of. Uh, incredibly offensive songs, right? <laughs> Usually it's me who's being offended. <laughs> okay, so uh, I hopped on that first conversation with you guys. Again, I'm, I'm sorry for jumping back up on stage so briefly, but I I really got a kick out of that conversation. And if at any point you guys want to continue that conversation on... Um, <laughs> I need to flat out tell you that after I got off of that conversation with you guys, I built a 110-song-long playlist that is guaranteed <laughs> to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, wow. I just want to put that out there. And if you want me to share the Spotify playlist with you, I can do that. It ranges anything from two live crew to gutter mouth. But if we're really going to go down that wow. route, let's oh. really do it, right? Well- I, I'm I'm fine with that, John. It, it takes a lot to offend me. Um, but however, Amanda, I don't I don't know. Amanda, Amanda may be I don't know. I, I would I'm say send it to challenge. Amanda, and she could have. The, listen, you have the choice. You could listen or not listen. Absolutely. I mean, she found skulls pretty offensive, but you know. <laughs> Only really? The, well, it was because of the line of basically give me all the heads of little girls. Like I was like, why little girls? Like that just seems so wrong. <laughs> You thing. obviously have not listened to Cannibal Corpse, so no, we're gonna well, forget it. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't go. You know, what, you know what, John? I, I can't go down that road with her. I, I believe me. I, I've there, there's a whole separate batch of music that I'm like, I don't know if I could do this to her. She may quit the show. <laughs> so, are, are you telling me that you and I need to do an offshoot? That's something really dark. Because oh, we can we, do that. We may have to. That's going to be the late, the late night show. The yeah, late, the late, late show. night version. Hey, you're you're on, man. Anytime. All right, Chris. Be fun. Oh, John, you're awesome. Thanks, Thank John. you. You guys have fun. All amazing. Right. You too, man. Thanks, thanks. So, <laughs> so with that, I guess we'll wrap oh up the gosh. show. So, Amanda, do you want to give everybody the uh, the final the final notes or whatever what we want to, our final wrap up stuff that we always do? Our final wrap up. Well, as long as Chris has time, we're gonna head over to IG for an after party. Woo woo! So I think he he's doing the after party dance. So we'll definitely be over on IG. So yeah. find us there if you want to participate. And we try to keep it under you know five minutes, but twenty minutes later, we're finally usually wrapping up. <laughs> Yep. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon member, please do that. $2 gets you the video version. That's like 50 cents an episode. Totally affordable. Um, 
We have lots of different tiers that you work your way up all the way up to a $100 tier that looks hidden, but we promise it's not hidden intentionally. That's a karaoke version. And that means even if the song is crazy for either one of us, we're still going to sing it. That's right. So, John. I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking <laughs> one of those offensive songs, Amanda could be jamming out. We might not sing it like the person. Maybe we'll make up our own rendition. Who knows? But for $100, we're willing to play around with it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I will say we just posted a couple new reaction videos, actually three new reaction <laughs> videos this week. Uh, so we, we have a, a reaction to Leanne Womack's last call music video, a reaction mm -hmm. to... Dawkins in my dreams music video and then because we did Dawkins in my dreams Amanda's like we should do Debs Debbie Gibson's only in my dreams <laughs> so those are the three latest <laughs> videos up on Patreon right now uh, of us doing some music video reactions and talking about these these uh these these amazingly uh amazing pieces of, of music video <laughs> history complete nonsense half the time but it's fun and then again on our ig we have lots of different clips of yeah. behind the scenes stuff and just our normal conversations so we'd love for you to engage over there with us mm -hmm. and enjoy our reels and and all that fun stuff because we i can't say we we work hard at it we work a lot at it but it's such fun work that we can't really say it's hard work yeah it's it's just it's fun work yeah it's we put we, a lot into everything work. but yes. we love it so yeah we would love it if you love it too, though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, with that, we do want to thank everybody for – for Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we do want to thank everybody for, for jumping on today, watching live with us. Uh, oh, there we go. John's – share our IG accounts. Hey, John, so uh, our IG accounts are – uh, well, it's at the Chris and Amanda show. Mm -hmm. That's the, that is the Chris and Amanda. So that's, that's where we're going to be doing the after party at the Chris and Amanda show on IG. Mm -hmm. But our personal, my, my personal one is at Chris Vaglio. And mine is at Amanda Ann Sharp. No yep. E on the Ann. That is <laughs> no correct. No E on the Ann. So yeah, the, the Chris and Amanda show IG page is where all the fun stuff goes in our lives. Yep. So we absolutely. hope that you join us over there. Absolutely. Yay! Thank you, everyone, and for being here. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next Monday at 12 p.m. For Eastern our double-digit show. Double-digit show. Turn yeah. 10 years, 10 weeks old. 10 weeks old. I love it. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>